podcasting from the office of our Air Force Installation and Mission Support Center Commander, Major General Brad Spacey. This is Inside AFIMSC, a new podcast dedicated to bringing you news and information directly from our leaders, experts, and teammates. I'm your host today, Shannon Carbajal. Today we're talking with General Spacey about the AFIMSC strategic priorities. Now these four priorities are at the heart of, our, of the AFIMSC strategic plan that when finalized will guide our center over the next three to five years. Hi, sir, and thank you for talking with us today. Yeah, happy to be here. And thank you for being our first podcast guest. Yeah, <laughs> good to be first at something. Um, can you start by just explaining our four strategic priorities and, and what our fellow warfighters are doing to develop them? Yeah, sure. I think it's important to understand it in context, though, because some people say, well, gosh, you've been in an organization for two years. Are you just coming up with strategic priorities? Yes and no. <clears throat> I mean, yes, in that these are somewhat newly developed. But no, in that we've been operating off of a, of a strategy for two years. It just wasn't as refined. Remember when we stood up, we were still so busy building the organization that uh, we were concerned that we would get overwhelmed with the details of managing myriad goals and objectives in a larger strategy and lose sight of the important things that had to happen to finish building this organization. So we had the three big rocks, which were our strategy. You know, number one was the was the do what the, the Air Force hired us to do, and that was carry out our capabilities given to us in the pad. Number two, we had to transform the organization, and number three was to innovate, because that's what makes us great. Those all had their, their lines of effort within them. Well, now it's time to evolve. You know, those were great. They got us through the, the flurry of the first couple years, but now you need to formalize them and make sure you're not missing anything, and that's where this effort came from. So if you take that background, there's, there's a, a natural progression to what those things mean. So if you look at our first priority, which is to develop exceptional installation and mission support experts and leaders, right? That's using our enterprise to make sure we're, we're building the right leaders for, not only for us now, but for tomorrow. And that, that reaches beyond our organization. So it's a twofold thing, build the people we need internally and that we need to produce for the Air Force and get from the Air Force in the future. Unique opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, the second one, function as a center. So that's so hard in new organizations is to weld them together and become one. We put them together, the PAD did that, and we all lived here and did a bunch of business process reengineering events to make the processes work. But that doesn't mean you act like a center. Now we gotta act like one. Mm -hmm. And that's having a common culture, the shared beliefs that you get as a single or organization, and move towards that, the utopia of a shared consciousness. Sure. We're not there yet. And if you don't, so you never realize the good stuff, you know, all the good things you can do as a center. So that's our second one. And the, the third one, develop robust and affordable combat support. So that's using this enterprise to do efficiency and effectiveness. The magic, both of those, not too much of either one of those, you know. Um, and then the third one, of course, innovation remains what makes us different than anybody else. So I know that's a lot, but I, I kind of had to get that out there. No, thank, thank you for going over those. Um, so what's the benefit for having a plan that lays out our strategic priorities and their associated goals? Yeah, so the temptation is to just manage the world by initiative. Oh, you know, answer the phone when people ask questions and then come up with a good idea and pursue that. And, and that, that can work for a small organization. With a big organization like this, though, you need to make sure that everybody's aimed towards a common end. Otherwise, great people trying to do the right thing will go in the wrong direction. And this keeps us focused. I think there is enough, from my perspective, enough guidance 
to help identify the long-term direction, but there's enough room in there to make sure our leaders at all levels are empowered to use their creativity. So my job is to identify the here and the where we're going. Mm -hmm. And their job, and mine, is to fill those lanes out. And so there's, there's a lot of room to wiggle in there. But this will ensure we make progress, measurable progress. Okay. Um, do you have a time frame for completion of the strategic plan? Well, each of the goals and objectives have kind of their own time frame associated. You know, there will be miles, milestones with each one. Mm -hmm. So you know, I'm the commander here for the next year anyway. <laughs> and we designed this to look out five years. <clears throat> so that doesn't mean every goal or objective will have a five-year horizon. Some will be further than that and some will be shorter. But this particular effort is designed to look five years. We have some other visionary things that look further than that, mm -hmm. but they're so, we're so young and there's so many things to be decided between now and at the Air Force level that, that it's tough to put a lot of detail work towards the real visionary things. So we hope we're heading in that way without tying ourselves down. Okay, so what happens once the plan is complete? We quit. Close the doors. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Oh, no. no, I don't think we'll ever be done. Uh, so, so any good plan is updated, and we'll, we'll, we will update this one at our when we have our senior leader offsites, and we're having one coming up shortly, and see if we need to adjust it. So you can expect that at least officially twice a year, we will make checks and, and change direction as appropriate. If everything's on track and your goals and objectives are still relevant, you're going to keep doing those. Okay. Odds are we'll have to add things to it. Sure. So what's your long-term vision for a strategic approach? You say you're only going to be here for another year or so? I'm, I'm sure I'm you have fairly long, confident <laughs> that I'm I won't sure be you have a long-term vision for, for the organization. I do. Yeah. You know, there's so many, there are so many things we can do for the Air Force. I, we have scratched the surface. And I think the Air Force is just learning what we can do. Remember, we were, we were created out of a need to pay a manpower bill. We were a necessary evil in many people's eyes. And I knew that when it was created. <clears throat> but I also knew there was huge potential once you put those people together. And they just build off each other. So because we're so small, people have to do more than their functional job. And as they do that, you get this whole new level of creative thought that we didn't have before. So, when I, so I say that because I don't know. I know what I think the potential is. I'm not sure I, I fully grasp what it is because we're learning so much every day. I mean, how we're going to create installations really in the future. They're going to be smarter. They're going to be connected. They'll be full of these airmen that are doing all these different things. I've got a vision for that, but I'm not sure I'm able to think outside the box enough. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll have a bigger and bigger role as we gain the trust of the commands and as we demonstrate capability. And what has you most excited about that potential? The potential? I think uh, that's what has me most excited. Um, so I like to be an innovator. I mean, I may not be one, but I like to be one. And I think when you look at what we need for the future, if you read the Air Force's strategy and the way they're, the, and I think it does a great job of capturing what the future warfighting environment can look like. I think you see the installation. So that's what we work on, right? We're the installations. It's in our name, mm -hmm. installation. It has got to be treated more like a weapon system than a platform. We treat it like a platform and have historically always treated it like a platform in the Air Force. I think the future is that is going to be an integrated weapon system 
that is built, trained, and maintained like a weapon system. To me, that's the exciting part. And everybody at the center plays a role in that. So Every single person. Yes, so there's yeah. excitement, I guess, to go around the center. Um, is there anything else you would like to add before we wrap up? Sure, I think, you know, and I'll add to that last thing we just said. Yes, there's a role for every single individual and function in this center, but for the, the people who do it, you have to see yourself as that. If you don't see yourself as a piece of that weapon system, as an integral part of the capability we produce, then it won't work. So I can, I can say all the things I want to. I can help establish processes and procedures and organization, but the people don't see themselves as an integrated part of the weapon system, it won't become one. That is the hardest part about the future. Most exciting, but the hardest part. Um, well, thank you so much, sir. Um, and thank you to everyone listening to Inside AFIMSC. Please visit our website and Divid's page for more news and information. And don't forget to join the conversation on Facebook. Have a great day.